welcome to Pride Month. Decided that we didn't want to draw every day for it, so this time we're just going to do a couple of episodes for it. This one, we're just going to talk about like some of our favorite LGBT couples, and then the next episode, some of our LGBT character head canyons. Canyons? canyons. They go deep into our brains. <laughs> we're obsessed with some of these. And tourists like to take pictures. I'm Minty. And I'm Annie. And this is Fun and Title, where we serve every podcast with an F you. So, on the spectrum, Minty's not on it. I hate Minty. And I am asexual and non-binary, and the flags are way too similar. Please join me in my petition to change one of them. Which one? I don't know. I don't care at this point. They just need to look different. But they make sense. There's like an explanation for them. Not for asexual. Like, oh, purple stands for royalty, and how we don't want to fuck anyone. Like, I get non-binary because yellow is outside the um pink and blue. Maybe it's just like you treat people all the same. Hey, if that crazy guy out there is trying to change the polycule flag, how come I can't do my own thing? <laughs> because the poly... No, first of all, it's the polyamorous flag. And second, because that's hella ugly. Oh, I love that TikTok of that guy reviewing all the flags, being like, someone who could not design made this flag. Green and purple? What is this? That's not the... That's the genderqueer flag. I'm just saying part of the video was just shitting on all those flags that look ugly. Yeah, that one's kind of... It's not the ugliest, because polyamorous is obviously the ugliest one. Also, I hope to God that was sticking with the Arrow Ace flag that Jaden Animation made. What was... It was the, um... God, what does it look like again? It's like the top is asexual and the bottom is Errol, aromantic. Because the first iteration of that, it looks like a blue and orange sunset mess. Oh yeah, I like that. It doesn't make sense. I know, but I like it. It looks like the beach. We can find it for something else. Like maybe we can make that the furry flag. The furries like to hang out at the beach. Maybe Errol and asexual people like to hang out on the beach. Oh yeah, okay. Force an Errol asexual person look at naked people all day. You don't feel anything. Not necessarily that, but you know. It just takes a lot of work. Like Minecraft. <laughs> maybe give me the Minecraft flag. Fun fact before we get into our LGBT couples. In Fortnite, in the beginning, you had to build these like wooden structures as defense as you shoot each other. But in the experienced players, they used and abused that to make like castles in minutes. And all the newbie people couldn't do anything. So they took the whole thing out. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. I don't know anything about Fortnite. Well, I'm just saying that that's how ace people got to do. They got to work to get in that castle. <laughs> so it's not really a ranking. It's just showing like, you know, like showing some love to some LGBT couple that doesn't get talked about enough lately. Or we just like to talk about really. Oh shit, was that a lot? Okay, let me go. <laughs> <laughs> let me change my answers. I'm gonna put all my rare pair crap in there. <laughs> no, but okay, so I'll start off. I'll start off with like one of the OG gay couples and that I kind of liked as a kid, but I was like, wait, are they a couple? I think they are. But I was too stupid to realize. It's Toya Kinomoto and Yukito Suki Shiro from Card Captain Sakura. They are so goddamn cute and they're always together and they're always supporting each other and they're still fucking together in Subasa. Subasa? Yeah, Subasa okay. Chronicles. Right? Like, do you remember them as a couple? No, I remember them. I was very confused why Yukito turned into an older man at one point, though. Okay, we don't we don't look at that part. We don't necessarily shift. I mean, I never read the manga, so you gotta tell me more about the dynamic. I mean, it's not like that much more than like from the anime has already shown, but we haven't seen the anime in a long time, which actually, this would definitely be 
one series I would like to rewatch, especially now that Clear Card is out. Um, like I said, they're, they're kind of just always together. And there's that one scene. Oh, there's there's two scenes that's really like iconic for them. Where it's one of them is shoot, I can't remember. One of them gives up their powers for the other. I'm guessing it's the boy with powers, the white hair one. No, I think it's Toya. Oh, because he could sense powers and he could kind of sense when Sakura was in danger. I think for him to save Yukito, he gave that up. And then there's another scene where you, cause you know Sakura like Yukito, right? Yeah. And she was like, I like you, but you like my brother, right? And he was like, yeah. So that's cute. I want more of this couple. And you said Tsubasa just reminded me of my phase where I was really obsessed with Fai and Kuogane. Or Kuogane. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there's one point in Tsubasa. I don't know if y'all care about spoilers of a 10-year-old manga, but Fai became a vampire. So he had to keep homoerotically drinking blood from Kuogane. People like vampire eroticism. Erotic. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Minty was rewatching Futurama. That's such a good show! I got to Sakura, I love. During the jump card episode, I was really obsessed with this Pokemon. I mean, creature that looked like Umbreon. <laughs> and I think his name was Hoppit or Hoppy. So I named this rainbow plush toy Hoppy. And I loved it to bit, but I would always slam it into the freezer and get it out <laughs> later so he was cold. And then one day he was just gone. I think we ate him. <laughs> So fond memories from Cardcaptor Sakura. I keep reading that as CPS, and I'm like, what is that, Child Protective Service? I mean, the shit that they put Sakura through sometimes. I mean, Toya's not can't protect her, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to a ship I love near and dear to my heart is Zagreus and Thanatos, when Zagreus is a confirmed bisexual who wants a harem. And you know that guy is after your heart when he hits on Medusa, the person with no body? <laughs> What are you, speaking to his character? Yes, I am. I'm his character defense witness. I love Zegas. He's a good boy. He's very polite. I mean, I do too. This couple's okay for me. But do you like this or... No, yeah, I like this more than Zegas and Meg. Yeah, Megara. The girl from Hercules. Oh, it is the same name. I was like, wait a second. What's going on? What's going on down here? I know there's more to her story beyond the Hercules story because Hercules marries Iris when he comes to heaven. The rainbow? Yeah. Oh. Gay rights? No. Okay. I mean, you know, he marries one from one day to another. You know what's really not gay, right? The fact that we didn't get Achilles and his boyfriend together in Hades' game. It, I just didn't want to play anymore. It's too hard. And isn't it random? Like, it's not guaranteed when after a certain point. You just have to keep working at it. And then randomly, you'll find them together. And it's like, is it catharsism? Is this the reward for my work? That's called gay marriage where you keep working randomly and it works sometimes. So what? It's a metaphor. <laughs> I kind of like the Nyx and Persephone. Oh. Because it felt like Nyx did a lot for Persephone. She did not like Hades, that's why. For sure. Gosh, the weird things they did in that, I don't agree with Nyx being like, oh, I was Zagreus' mother. Right? Like, so anyways, let's move on to my ship, I guess, that I want to talk about. And actually, Annie's going to talk about this too, because they're from the same series. It's Gon and Killua. I don't know about Gon, but Killua is definitely 100% gay for Gon. I had a friend that was like, I hate when people make Gon and Kilia gay because they're 12 years old. They can't be sexual. And I'm like, bitch, please. If I learned anything from Will and Grace, you can be gay as a child. Plus, I'm not talking about like sexually. I'm just like attraction, right? Pure attraction. And also, we've been shipping Naruto characters when they were 12. It's fine to do it here. How dare you? You ship Naruto characters? is the first time hearing of this. <laughs> it's like, you're talking about Shippuden, right? Because I won't stand for Naruto. Yeah, you're talking My Hero Academia ages, right? <laughs> you know what? I sometimes forget that there aren't really a lot 
not 12 year old characters anymore. I sometimes forget that Shifun and Naruto is supposed to be the same size as Deku from My Hero Academia. The drawing style, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I also ship Digimon characters and Pokemon characters, not with each other, within this own series. No, but... no, no. Let's talk about Tyx, Ash. I think that could work. I don't know. But I could see Sora and Misty. No, you lesbian. <laughs> but yeah, go on a curative. If you didn't learn anything from like the last couple of anime arcs, you should have learned that Kira got it bad for Gon. Like, he was able to get over childhood family trauma <laughs> for Gon's sake. And let me tell you, that's not easy to overcome. Especially not what he went through. And then your favorite ship of Hunter x Hunter? It's a gay ship and it involves a non-binary. It's Leorio and Krepika. I don't know Leorio's last name. Is it my last name? Hallow the Night. Oh, that's so cool for such a lame character. And what's Krepika's last name? Oh, shit, he has one? Of course he has one. They keep saying it. Um, this Krapika Scarlet Eyes? I feel like his last name is just as important as Sasuke's last name. Um, um, Krapika Pika? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Kreta. Oh, yeah. The, the Kreta clan. It's the Kreta Eyes. Well, Scarlet Eyes. Oh, so close. They're kind of cute, especially when you read the Dark Continent arc, where, like, the Oreo does a lot for Krapika. And then he gets written out of the series for some <laughs> reason. There's a lot of characters in the Dark Continent arc. If you read it, you gotta, like, reread it. Because it is a lot. I also like um, Hisoka and Illumi, but holy crap, that is one problematic couple. But if both toxic to each other, is it that bad? In real life, obviously it's bad, but in like fantasy, is it that bad? If they're both toxic towards each other and they both are happy with the arrangement, is it that bad? You know, I guess, right, if you have consent to kill each other, is it that bad? It's like that um, video I told you where disrespect is all in the mind because if person A called me a bitch, I would swoon, but if person B called me me a bitch, I would end up in jail. Yeah, it's all about relationships and perspectives sometimes. I mean, yeah. I mean, you just gotta watch the first arc to see the sexual tension <laughs> dripping off of Leorio and Krapika. I don't know if I call it a gay ship because Krapika is supposed to be non-binary. There are, like, specific words for when it's a non-binary and a male or a non-binary and a female. It's like, it's like Trixine and something else that starts with a T. But some people don't like those terms. I'm not exactly sure why. I guess we just call it queer. Yeah, queer is the easiest thing, right? It's the Trix bunny non-binary? No idea. It's... Because we call, you know, the sapphic sapphic <laughs> because it's based off the Greek goddess. So we call a non-binary ship. Wait, wait, what is the sapphic goddess? What is she the goddess of? No, she's supposed to be like, it's a Greek story of a woman named Sapphic who fell in love with another woman. That's why the whole um Achilleans is a male loving another male. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, I don't ask a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I haven't gone into like the history of why people don't like the term. And like I said, there's two terms. So, and it's about attraction, not necessarily gender. Gotcha. Yeah. We'll go to the next chip that we like to talk about. Well, okay. I fucking love Nobara, Kugisaki, and Maki Zenin from Jujutsu Kaisen. I do not ship Maki and Yuta. I think they're a good roti people. I really like Nobara and Maki because Nobara is a strong girl, but gosh, she simps for Maki 100%. When Minty first hit Jujutsu Kaisen to me, I thought, oh, okay, this must be a popular ship. And then I find out Maki x Yuta is way more popular. You know what? What? Screw you. Why? Because of the movie? Well, tell the story. Tell the story of what haunts me every day. <laughs> 
day when I walk inside my room. We have like this anime toy shop kind of near our house and we like to go there. They're a small business. And of course, you know, Japan, they love their blind boxes. So I've already said I'm not like the biggest fan of Jujutsu Kaisen, but I fucking love these two. And you know, some of the merch is cute. So I'll buy random blind boxes and I'll buy like one to two of them depending on the art style. And for some reason, we don't have Gojo or Megumi, which is strange. And these are two characters Annie loves besides um, Total and Inumaki and Hanami. Anyway, so there was a blind box and they're like these um these felt things that you can like pin to your shit or whatever. Embroidery patches. Embroidery patches, yeah. So we got Yuji, we got Nobara, and the Megumi one is so cute because it has his dogs and it's like this cute chibi style. So we're like, okay, we're gonna buy this last one that's available at the shop and just hope to God that it's Megumi. And it was fucking Maki and I was over the moon because I was like, fuck the Yuji one. I can put my Nobara and Maki one together now. <laughs> oh my god, I love fucking this couple. That didn't sound right, but you get what I mean. But one, who's Hanami? Sorry, I meant Hanami is actually the um the female demon with the ear. Oh. I meant Nanami. Yeah, I like him. It was off by one letter. So Mother Evan Minty was like, where should I put these two patches that I know you are very sad about, but I'm very happy about? <gasps> what if I put it right here eye level? So whenever you enter the room, you have to look at it. Not even just enter the room, just walk by the room that we are always in. That makes me sad, and I really do think lesbians... I, if I know anything about lesbians, one, they like the band Mitsuki. And Mitsuki? It's like Mitsuki. I, like a K-pop band? No, it's actually... I don't know what it is, actually. I just know every lesbian's obsessed with Mitsuki. Maybe I should listen to this. Like, I need to listen to more K-pop songs. And two, lesbian likes to ruin my life. Speaking of lesbianship, I would like to talk about female bailiff ex-elder guard from Fire Emblem Three Houses and why that ship only worked with female bailiff <laughs> and not male bailiff. <laughs> Oh, if you look at my PowerPoint presentation, it should be in your Dropbox that I emailed you. Elder Guard's whole thing with Bailiff is that Elder Guard is going down the road of evil, but she is the dictator and she always relying on her professor, which is Bailiff, that you can choose the gender of, to help guide her. When it is a man, it is a weird savior complex of like, a woman can't really be in charge without relying on a man. But if it's female Bailiff, it's women empowering. It's two women jiving and telling each other how to rule this country. You know, you didn't have me at like showing me the product, but now that you've had the pitch, I get it. That makes sense. I like it. Now, don't get me wrong, Elder God does rely on Bailiff way too much in the Crimson Flower route. Because like, hey, Elder God, sweetie, I think you survived five years without Bailiff. You don't always have to be like, my teacher? <laughs> Tell me what to do next. It's like, Elder, come on. Use your ram horns for thinking. Claude should have been by. Claude should have been by. Dimitri can stay straight. Yeah, he can be the one straight dude, but Claude should have been by. It seems a little bullshit to make only the girl by. Yes. I mean, they added Yuri, which is fine. I mean, it helped. Is Yuri by? Yeah. Oh, good for him. I still think Claude should be by. I think, ideal world, we should have the LGBT spectrum somewhat. L, Elder God. G. Actually, wait, I don't want Claude to be gay. Okay. I forget about it. Gay people don't exist. Look, Yuri can be gay. Okay, Yuri can be gay, Claude can be bi, and Bela is trans. Where's Dimitri go? Oh, right. He's B A. <laughs> He's the A. A for ally? A, a for ally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, post time skip Dimitri can be asexual. Why? He doesn't go fucking when there are ghosts all around his head. I just want Bela to be in that scene where she finds Dimitri all alone, and he's like, Are oh, you here to haunt me too? And Bela is like, No, I heard you're trans or whatever. Congratulations. <laughs> 
Congratulations. <laughs> okay, so the next couple, this is actually a recent couple for me, but I've been like really vibing with it and it's like helping me make sense with things. Is uh, Monkey D. Luffy and Trafalgar D. Law. What, you didn't spoilers? know what gay people were before them? No, okay, here was my problem because I actually also really like Luffy and Zolo ship. Ah, oh, gotcha. What was hard was that like I also like the Zolo and Sanji ship and it's hard for me to ship Luffy and Zolo because Zolo is so fucking loyal to Luffy that I just feel like it will always be unrequited. But I, I don't know why this, this shouldn't matter. Shipping Luffy and Law and Zolo and Sanji just made it a bit easier for me to like find some peace. You know what I mean? So you're saying you don't like couples where one person is too loyal to the other person. It just has to reciprocate. Otherwise, it's a weird power dynamic. And maybe we should look for other shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're only laughing because Annie has this thing for power couples that have some kind of power shift. They are typically reciprocal, not necessarily equally reciprocal, but it you know, one's a giver and one's a taker. One's the flower and one's the gardener. I don't know what you would categorize Fuyu Peko as. Oh my god, Annie is in this Fuyu Peko rare pair hell. It's, it's, it's not rare. It's just not popular on Tumblr. That's because... considered a rare pair, but it's not popular. It's a rare pair. Because the Japanese fandom, I know they like it. I just can't look for it because the Twitter suchability function is completely whack. Also, isn't this series old? Yeah, but they're doing the 10-year anniversary. So that, like, old fans can reminisce about it. Yeah. But new fans are going to be like, this story is whack. I hope you know, I don't really know anything about V3, but there's a camp in Dongorompa. Those who like Dongorompa 1 and 2 and those who like V3. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Kind of like the JoJo. Oh yeah, I guess so, huh? You either like 1 to 4 or 5 to 8. I will be just gone if V4 ever gets introduced. What would you do? <laughs> would you just like hop on the train immediately? I don't know. Either that or just fail every search tag with Dongorompa for you Peko so no one forgets. <laughs> Oh my god, V4 comes out and then we're like, you're like, we gotta get a PS5. I, you know how much my life would be 10 times easier if I was just obsessed with Mondo and Taka from Dongo 1.1? Because nobody likes that ship either. No, because everyone loves that ship. I'm gonna <laughs> find shit for that any day of the week. And it's gay. So like, everyone would be like, hey, you seem open and inviting if you like Taka and Mondo. Would you ever buy Dongo 1.2 just so you can see the free time with Fuyuhiko and Peko Peko? No, because God, I can't stand Nagito and any case where he plays a major role. <laughs> Which is most of them, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, case two, not really. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, so I didn't mean to make it about Dongi won't be. More about One Piece and you not being a multi-shepherd. I do multi-ship in certain series, but I usually do to end up, like, hierarchying them. So it's not, like, true multi-shipping, but it, it's it's a type, I say. A do, subtype. Do you like Luffy and Sanji? Someone pitched that to me on Tumblr, and I was like, Maybe. God, no. Right. I would rather have Sanji and Nami. God. Okay. Hey, it's not like your dumb ship. <laughs> I will talk about Senku and Gen from Dr. Stone. I mean, you like this couple 10 times more than I do. Because the whole Gen bending over backwards to make a star observatory for Senku. That scene is so goddamn gay. That scene is like, I have never seen one person do so much for another person. Because you gotta think about it, right? Like, Gen doesn't really have the knowledge to figure it out he's just like keeping Senku's words in his heart he's like admiring him from afar emulating him and and Senku is like 100% grateful and gracious for this gift I mean it was a group effort but and especially because spoiler for the end of Dr. Stone skip like the next 10 seconds they go to fucking space it's kind of a big 
thing. I mean, Sanku has always dreamed of going to space. He's only this smart because he wants to go to space or some shit. So it's like the fact that Gen did so much work because it involved like construction, math, science, arts and crafts. Just like, because Gen's only really good at psychology. So for him to go through this, it's like, holy shit, that scene, so goddamn like cute. And Gen, he practically betrayed Tsukasa for Sanku and his coke. I was just gonna say the, the Coca-Cola scene. His cock. Shut up. Please give me cock. No one knows that video. <laughs> I think we all know it. No, because there's that other video of like the guy teaching that girl how to speak like fluent natural English. Love that video. I, so I should... I'm sad Dr. Stone's a small fandom because now I'm going to have to animate Gen saying, please give me cock. That's funny. Right? That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> I actually didn't even ship the show. I was actually a big Senku and Chrome fan before that scene. And I still do kind of like Senku and Taiju, but I'm pretty sure it's more one-sided. So it's like, okay, yeah, you be a Yuzuriha. Mentalist. I will die on this hill. I do not like Senku x Kohaku. I don't either. And I don't want to go more into it because I think I got problematic ships with that. Anyways, my number one top favorite, absolute favorite ship of like all ships, not just like gay ships, but like of all my ships. And I think we've talked about this before, but I don't remember. It's Toru Oikawa and Hajime Iwazumi from Haikyuu because they are the epitome of everything I love in a couple. Which is? They fight each other, they're loyal to each other, they know each other very well, they're always supporting each other. When they say they're gonna do something, they're gonna do it. And they like have common enemies even though they themselves are enemies of each other. I mean, it's just so cute. And Annie has seen all the scenes, you'll see all of it in like season 1 and 2. I don't really think as much in 3 and 4. And of course that's the part when they're both like in the Olympics and like Oikawa is part of team Argentina Iwazumi is part of team Japan and they fight each other and it's just like a cool awesome moment and I can't wait if that ever gets animated it'll be so freaking awesome like if Haikyuu had a movie that would be the movie I don't think Haikyuu ended as a series yet not the anime yeah the manga ended but the anime is like I don't think they're gonna pull a Black Clover where they finish the series off I don't see movie. why not movies are kind of a big trend here I mean yeah with Demon Slayers right of course that shit made a ton of money I wonder what would be the anime movie that really because okay Demon Slayer sparked the movement of like the manga having a movie because usually it's been like a one-off thing you know yeah like, a, like an offshoot so, as I think about every Naruto movie right exactly so Demon Slayer was unique in that way but I was like what because like One Piece has like 20 movies they're having another one coming out soon August Case Closed has like a movie a year except when COVID hit like what spiked this ride for like uh, anime to have movies when most anime movies really suck I'm just gonna take a moment to remember remember Blue Exorcist movie. Oh, yeah, that one sucked. That was... I think that's one of the worst manga to movie shit I've ever read. Yeah, yeah. But watch. Yeah, and Jujutsu Kaisen has definitely... Okay, Demon Slayer opened the gate. Jujutsu Kaisen broke the doorway and I think it's going to be a new flood. <laughs> and especially if Dragon Ball, that super movie, does well. Oh, I want to see that. Broly was so fucking good. I want to see what this one brings. Especially if they're going to make everything 3D. Because the best thing about, like, the super Broly fight was, like, how 3D that was. Not in in terms of like literally using 3D techniques, but like how like it spin. Yeah. That was so fucking cool. The Vegeta and Goku back to back charging up. Yeah, well, that's your gay ship. Have we ever done a top five couples? I feel like we have. We must though. And I, I feel like we've done it recently. Yeah. I don't know, because I think that we would have remembered if I went batship. Um what's that R word? Um, there's a rabbit game. Um Raving, Raging Rabbit. I would go rabies, I guess. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> oh, I think we would have remembered me foaming at the mouth talking about Groovia. I don't, well, it's hard sometimes we talk about characters, because I think actually I'm 
I'm thinking about when I talked about Oikawa as my number one favorite anime character. Yeah. And that brought back some scenes. So maybe maybe we didn't do couples. But you definitely talked about Juvia. And then that same episode. Oh, well. Anyway, my top... I don't know if this is my top gay couple. Let me think about that. But I did love it a lot. It's Cherry and Joe from Skate to Infinity. Surprisingly, out of the three gay couples, not the popular, most popular. Really? Yeah, like Adam and whatever his... I think Takeshi? Tadashi. Tadashi is number one in East. And then Yang Langa and Reki is, you know, number one in the West. And like, they, we all agree we like Cherry and Joe, but it's not like anyone's number one. Wow. I don't know how to explain it. Like, maybe I'm not in the right part of the fandom. Maybe I'm not in the right part of the world. I can't tell you how many... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Go on. And that's bad in case I don't know if you want to stand by, but um, I can't tell you how many people love the Reki and Langa Cinderella. When I'm going to tell you this, y'all. Reki and Langa's a shitty shit. Like, no! no, 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 no. They love each other, but they drive me crazy how instead of skateboarding, it was just Langa being mopey for 10 years. Yeah, but you gotta read into, like, why he was mopey, right? Because... No, are you trying to remember why he was mopey? <laughs> you know, it's been a while since we've seen the series. He was upset because he was skateboarding for, like, all his life, and then Langa just learned how to skateboard, and Langa was better than him. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because, I mean, there's also the fact that Langa was very sad that Reki wouldn't skateboard with him. Because Reki was being a piece of shit. I think Who's who? Reki's the redhead one. Oh, okay. Reki's a piece of shit. That's my official stance of 2022. That was a bit long, his mopey phase. But I mean, I kind of get it. You know, like some of these people, they like just spring up out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden, they're like super popular. And it's like, how the fuck? I am easily very angered or hated just because through envy or jealousy. So I get it. It's not like a positive trait or nor is it a healthy trait. But it's a real trait. That's why I like cheering Joe, but because it's all mature the gayness is like it reached the peak they are now married fighting couple status oh 100% yeah yeah like if we had the newlywed game right Langa and Reki are dating Hadashi and Adam are just married oh yeah let's call them Adam and Snake okay Adam and Snake is just married and Cherry and Joe has been married for 50 years and they can't get rid of each other <laughs> they've never heard of divorce I don't know how to quit you but I'll kill you <laughs> That's the only way we can end this marriage contract. And Joe's like, I don't know why he's been cheating on me for seven years with that skateboard. But that's not a reason for annulment. Fun fact, the quickest wedding that ever happened was that the bride and groom just walked out of a, you know, the place where you sign the wedding certificate. And then the wife fell and the husband called her stupid. So the wife asked the judge, hey, can I cancel this wedding? And he said, yeah, that's well in reason. Really? Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. It could be faster ones, but that's one of the quickest ones I've heard her. <laughs> he just looks at her and she's like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> like, Did you just John Hancock our marriage certificate? <laughs> and I think we're gonna wrap it up here. One day we'll have a full list of all the gay couples that we like. But until then, yeah, I guess this is it. Let's say the JoJo gay phrase of saying goodbye. Arrivederci. Stop saying that. That's only but a language episode, gay people but know. every episode you've been saying that.